I know he opened in prayer, but mine works better. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. Father, we just thank you for all that you're doing in this place. Father, we thank you for opening our hearts just right there. You just opened us up, Lord, to get ready to receive this impartation of what you have for us, Lord. Father, we just thank you, Lord, like Jay said before the service, God has already blueprinted this conference from beginning to end. Lord, you planned this out. Lord, you put this in my heart two years ago, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, right now we're stepping into what it is that you have for us, Lord, today. And we just thank you and praise you, Lord. We just welcome you. We open our hearts up to you, Lord. We invite you, Holy Spirit, cleanse our hearts, cleanse our minds. Cleanse our, our portals, Lord. Let us be um, open and ready, Lord, to receive all that you want to download to us today. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen. amen. Hallelujah. So I'm going to open by saying this, and then you'll get what, what they're here for. Um, while I was worshiping, right after I saw Jesus holding my hand and walking with me, and I was just blessed, and I was like, Ugh. um, I saw a host of heaven, we were worshiping God, and man, I just wanted to keep worshiping. Jesus is here, amen, so that's awesome. And then I saw a host of heaven, I don't see that every day, just come down, and they were just hovering just above Tammy as we worshiped, and you know that they're sitting there, and they're waiting for something, and I'm going to talk about it today. They're waiting for something so that they can carry out the plan of God, hallelujah. Today, we're talking about God's coworker. You are God's coworker. Amen. Who here has had a job before? I hope you raise your hand. Okay. You've had a job. Who here has had a good coworker before? Hmm. Who here has had a bad coworker before? Who here has been a bad coworker? <laughs> Lazy, calling in late. Okay. So I've just now divided you up. <laughs> 1 <laughs> Corinthians 3.9 tells us, for we, you and I, are God's co-workers in God's service. You are God's field, God's building. So we have a job to do, and we're co-working together with God to accomplish this job so that his will can be done on earth as it is in heaven. God has a plan. He designed you with a plan and an agenda, a blueprint in mind for your life. But in order for that thing to come to pass, in order for the purpose and the fulfillment of God to come to pass in your life, in your ministry, in your family, he needs something to happen. He needs you to co-work that plan out. And he'll cause it to work out for your good. Amen? So many times we wait on God just for him to do something, do something. And nothing's going to happen if he's revealing stuff to you, he's speaking to you. You might be waiting on God and you start hearing God. You start, start seeing what he's showing you. And yeah, you can get excited about it. But if you never release it, decree it, declare it, if you never co-work together with what God is saying or what he is revealing to you, nothing's going to be accomplished. Do you know that the devil knows the word of God? Is it working for him? No, because he's not doing it, right? We can hear the word of God, whether it's the spoken word, the written word, and it can go in one ear and it can go out the other and it will not accomplish anything for you. But if you hear the word and be a doer of the word, you're going to see it manifest in your life. 
And that's concerning a word of prophecy. That's concerning a dream, a vision, a revelation from heaven. You must partner and co-work together with God to see that thing fulfilled in and through your life. Amen? As I was uh, just spending time with God, I encouraged you all to, to, to prepare yourself and be ready to, to um, do a do a fast with me. To, I encourage you just to be ready. And, you know, sometimes fasting isn't getting God to do something. It's, it's preparing you to receive something. Or it's preparing your vessel to be a vessel, <laughs> to cleanse you out so that there's more room for God to fill you up. Amen. And so um, as I was doing that, spending time with the Lord concerning this conference, trying to you know, yield to the Lord and get direction. I heard this word so loud and clear, collaboration, collaboration. And I love how God just downloads something, but you don't always know the full extent of what he's meaning. Now, I knew he meant collaboration with these anointings, but as I was writing this message or going over my message, I realized we're to collaborate with God. We're to co-labor together with God. What does collaboration mean? It means the action of working with someone to produce and create something. Collaborate means to work jointly with others together. The synonyms are cooperation, partnership, combination, cooperating. God needs our collaboration he needs us to work together with him to accomplish this one purpose or this one goal. Whatever it is he's speaking to you by his spirit, whatever it is he's speaking to you through his word, whatever he is speaking to you through dream or vision, he needs you to collaborate with that and do something about it. And what does that do something? It's release it because you've got a prophetic voice. Or if he's shown you to do something, it's to set your hand to that something so that he can bless it. Amen? If we don't collaborate, it's like receiving a gift. Some people, um, we're all given the option. <laughs> I'd encourage you to take the option. But we're all given this precious gift by God of the Holy Spirit. And this gift is a free gift. Once we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, it's like, here's your bonus. <laughs> This is your, your, your special gift to help you live to please God, to help you fulfill this plan. You need this gift, okay? But many people, sometimes they even receive the gift of the Holy Spirit and the evidence of speaking in other tongues, but then they store that gift away into a closet. And they let it over months, maybe years, collect dust. Well, that's not collaborating with the Holy Spirit. That's not cooperating with God to accomplish his will on earth as it is in heaven. See, we've got the best co-worker in the whole entire universe, and his name is Holy Spirit. And you know that we have the same co-worker that God the Father had? And I don't know about you, but I think the Holy Spirit and God did a pretty good job with creating the heavens and the earth. Amen. God would speak, Holy Spirit would hover, and he'd create. God would speak, release his word, decree something, Holy Spirit would go forth, and he'd produce it. And now God's created us in his image and his likeness. What does that mean? He, it means that we're going to work the same way God worked. 
cooperating, collaborating together with the Holy Spirit to produce the result that God wants done on earth as it is in heaven. Amen? Hallelujah. So you have a prophetic voice, a voice that can release the words of God and that the Holy Spirit then can go and take and create and manifest and produce. Amen. Hallelujah. The Lord spoke to me and he said, you speak, and this is for you, you speak what I show you or what I speak to you and my Holy Spirit carries it out. Do you ever work with somebody that, no, well, they're trying to do a good job, but, but they do your job. They try to help you out. <laughs> um, you know, they're stepping on some toes. They're doing your job. Well, God doesn't do that, okay? So if you're not doing your job, the product is not going to be produced, He's only going to do his job. He's going to speak or declare to you, reveal to you by his spirit what it is he's doing. Whether In and, and John 16, he says, it's better that I go away because I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit. And he's going to show you things to come. And he's going to speak, not out of his own, but he's going to speak what he hears the Father speak. And he's going to show you things to come. Now, what is he doing? He's revealing to you by the, by the spirit of revelation, by prophecy or word of knowledge or whatever, dream, vision, revelation, however he wants to speak to you. He's downloading to you something from the Father that the Father desires on earth. Now, what do you do with that? You're supposed to be God's co-worker. Just like God created the heavens and the earth, you are supposed to release, decree, and partner with God. Collaborate with God to produce God's will on earth as it is in heaven. Now, it is not our job to go step on the Holy Spirit's toes and do his job. I know we've all tried to do that, and it didn't work out very good. Who here has ever tried to help the Holy Spirit produce a prophecy in your life? Produce what it was that God was speaking to you. Try to jump ahead and make it happen. Well, it doesn't mean that God, God missed it, you know, because you kind of fumbled up. No, what it means is you just jumped ahead of God like Abraham and Ishmael and Sarah you know, sometimes God speaks something to us and it's like, we're antsy. We like that fast food drive through kind of mentality nowadays. We actually want to go out to eat, but we have been driving through places because places are closed out at a really early hour or we're ending really late, but whatever the case. But we need to have patience and wait on the Lord. When he speaks or decrees something to you or declares something to you by his spirit, whatever way he chooses to give it to you, it's your job then to believe it and receive it, to decree it like Pastor Jay was saying, and to just wait for it. Why? Because it's not your job to work it out and make it manifest. Your job is to co-work together with God and release it and stand in faith until you see the manifestation happen. Like, look for that cloud. He knew. The prophet knew there was going to be a cloud. Why? Because the word says, ask and you will receive. So you're standing on the word. You're believing God for something. He knew there was going to be a cloud. But he had to wait. 
And sometimes it's not, you don't think it's the right time. And God says, don't worry. I won't delay. It'll be right on time. Amen. So finally, he kept waiting for it. Now, did he go out and try to uh, put together, I don't even know, I'm not a scientist. So did he try to go produce, take some dry ice and, and put some, some water on it and try to produce a cloud? We were just playing with dry ice the other day, so I know a little bit of something. So, no, he didn't try to produce a crowd. Come on, God, work with this, work with this, work with me. No, that's not co-working together with God. Abraham did that, and we see the problems that were produced. Now, did that eliminate what God wanted to do, give him, you know, as many children as the stars in the sky or the sands in the ground? No, that was still God's plan. But he tried to work God's job out. When his job was just to believe, see it by faith, and speak it and release it. And then the Holy Spirit went and created. The Holy Spirit's the one who does the creating. Hallelujah. God wants to create some things in your life or in your ministry or or plans that he has for you that he's revealed to you by his spirit but the problem is not with God's delay sometimes the problem is we don't know how to co-work together with God and I realize this is a teaching but God's trying to teach us how to work with him so we can see manifestations in our life amen we can see God's word work in our lives not on accident so our job is to believe and speak what he says, nothing else. Don't step on the Holy Spirit's toes. Let him do his job. You do yours. Amen? God's job is to perform, Holy Spirit's job is to perform the duties that you have released. He carries out the plan. Do you know that this is how Jesus lived his life? This is how he, he fulfilled his ministry here on earth. In John 12, 49, it says, Jesus is talking to his disciples. He says, I have not spoken of myself. But the Father which sent me, he gave me the commandment. Isn't this exactly how God's telling us to work with him? He gave me the commandment and what I should say and what I should speak. So what did Jesus do? He simply had to follow the leader. All he had to do on earth, just like you and I, was co-work together with God. Hearing what the Father was saying via the Holy Spirit, speaking, declaring, releasing, and that's how he co-worked together. And then the Holy Spirit, he trusted that the Holy Spirit was going to do the healing, the deliverance, causing the, the lame to walk, the blind to see, the deaf to hear. He co-worked together with God. He only did what he saw his father doing. He only spoke what he heard his father saying by the Holy Spirit. That's how this job on earth, that's how your job on earth is supposed to work. It's time that we, we get the blueprints of how, what is your job? What is your assignment? How am I supposed to work together with God? I don't think we take it seriously. Like this is literally a job that God's given us. You're a coworker with me. I want to accomplish some things in your life. So what is our job? Like Pastor Jay was talking about last night, if God gives you a prophetic word, if God gave you a word, your job then is to say, okay, I believe that. 
Like he was saying, you'd get excited. I receive that, Lord. It takes place from the moment you spoke it. From the moment you receive it, God's at work accomplishing it. But you need to receive it and believe it, and then you need to join forces and co-work it out. Speak it out. And let the Holy Spirit figure out the how, when, where. Let him figure that out. He knows the beginning to the end. So let him figure it out. He will be faithful to fulfill the word of God. Amen. This is his job, and he never misses a day. He doesn't call in sick. He doesn't stumble in late. Oh, I slept in. You know? John 5, 19. Then Jesus answered and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the Son can do nothing of himself. What he sees the Father doing, that's what he does. And also the Son does likewise. What was Jesus here as? He was here as our example. The firstborn among many brothers and sisters. The Lord's just really constantly bringing that before me. I'm like Jesus. I'm a son. I'm a daughter of God. Just like Jesus is the son of God. He was here as a man, as an example for you and I. And he had to live life exactly how you and I have to live life. Co-working together with his father, hearing what he was saying. So he had to spend time with the father. Hearing and, 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 and spend time with the father so he could be receptive and see what the father was doing by the Holy Spirit. You don't see and hear if you're too busy. You don't see and hear if you're so preoccupied with what's on earth. He told us in Colossians 3, he says, focus on, now you've got this new life, now focus on the things above, not on the things on the earth. Because you've got this new life. What is this new life? It's a new job. It's a new assignment. And you're going to have to get your assignments from the Father. And how are you going to do that? You're going to do that by waiting upon the Lord. And he'll reveal to you what the Holy Spirit is saying. He'll reveal to you by the Holy Spirit what the Father is saying. So God's given us a blueprint to have a successful life, have a successful ministry. And how, how do we have the fulfillment? How do we walk in fulfillment? How do we walk out these, these uh, prophetic words? How do we walk out um, whatever God has for us, whatever he's been showing us? You know, he's been showing me some things from the time I was born he had words. He, he says it in his word anyways. Before I formed you in your mother's womb, I had a plan for you. Okay, so he'll start revealing it as early as he wants to. Now, how do you step into that? You believe it. You accept it. And you co-work together with God and you just start decreeing it. And as you're co-working together with God and decreeing it and watching him, you know, um, manifest it. Don't be uh, lazy and sit on the couch if he tells you to get up and go do something about it, okay? But don't get ahead of God either. Only do what the Father's doing. Only say what the Father's saying. Why? Because then you're not going to miss it. Then you're going to be a success. Then you're going to accomplish his will on earth as it is in heaven, amen? I was just like meditating on that. Lord, when have I done that? I mean, so many times, I'm sure, but just a couple most recent um, situations where I knew it wasn't me and it was just God showing me by his spirit what the father wanted, what the father was doing. The guys are always meeting. They have a vision, so I'm glad. I'm glad they have a vision to, to 
revamp the church. And uh, I get presented with all this stuff. And, you know, the biggest one was the parking lot, and that's actually the biggest need. And I was kind of burdened by it. I didn't want to think about it. I'm like, you know, they kept bringing it up. And I'm like, how, how, when, where? And I'm just like, I'm not even going to worry about it. So I didn't even like, I I did say one little prayer like, Lord, I just, we need that parking lot. You know, I just let them know my requests. And then um, I wasn't even thinking about it. Spending time with the Lord in the afternoon or morning or whatever. Like I was just spending time with God just to spend time with him. Got really in the spirit. Just soaking in his presence. Maybe fell asleep for a little bit. I don't know. You know, I was really in the spirit. <laughs> but coming out of that, just waking up out of his presence, all of a sudden I got a download. What was that download? That was the Holy Spirit showing me things to come. Revealing the heart of the Father of what he had. It was a word of wisdom. He reveals the heart of the Father, and he downloaded the how to accomplish his will on earth as it is in heaven. Now, God can reveal to you his will, but if you don't co-work together with him, his will will not be done on earth as it is in heaven. If God downloaded that to me and had never partnered with God and released that to you guys, and then you guys wouldn't have jumped on board and set your hand to something God could bless, it would not be done. Pretty soon we'll be able to drive in the parking lot, and I mean, no, it's, it's like a parking lot, but it's a manifestation by the Holy Spirit that he produced by us co-working together with God. He gave us the blueprint how to co-work together with him. Amen? Another time... Clayton doesn't like me talking about this stuff, but I do. Because um, God, God's a miracle worker. So a number of years back, this is maybe four years ago or so, um, we had just moved back to Milwaukee. No, five years. We had just moved back to Milwaukee. And, uh, you know, uh, he had to try to get back into social work. And he, it, that wasn't working. And so he was working in a factory, and, and we were just, we were just uh, renting a house, and, you know, we didn't own a house because we had moved away and, and planted a, a ministry in North Carolina. So now we're back here trying to get back on our feet again and everything. So we're just doing what we can do. And um, God knows of the desires of our hearts. Amen. But it wasn't something I was really necessarily bringing before the Lord, but we were living in this rental house for about a year or so, and I was spending time with the Lord again. Now, listen, both times I'm giving you these examples, and when I heard from the Lord, what was I doing? Spending time with him. How could I possibly have a conversation with Clayton if I never spend time with him? you got to spend time with God if you're going to hear what, it's, what it is he's saying or see what it is he's showing you. Anyway, so I'm spending time with the Lord. I'm always I'm sitting on my bed, so I'm sitting on my bed spending time with the Lord. And I heard, well, he was going through, he was already working at a factory, but he was going for a job interview for uh, social work. Not the job he's at now, because this is a number of years ago. But anyways, he's going for this job interview, and I just decided to ask the Lord, because you have not, because you asked, and I said, Lord, is this his job? Now, he had like 12 other interviews lined up, literally. But he's going for this first one. I said, Lord, is this this his job? And the Lord says, it's a gift from heaven. And I said, All right. Well, I totally believed him. I believed the Lord 100%. About 10 minutes later into spending time with God, out of the blue, I heard the Lord say, and I wasn't even presenting this to the Lord. 
I heard the Lord say, in an almost audible but inner audible voice, because it's not like I can hear you, not like I can hear you as a different, you know, way. I heard him say, look for a house, as clear as day, look for a house April 1st. And now I could receive, I, I got excited. Because first I asked the Lord about the job. Now he speaks to me about April 1st. I was like, okay, if I heard April 1st and he actually gets this job, that means that the April 1st thing's coming to pass. So I was like, okay, let's see. I mean, I knew that was the Lord, but I'm like, this will just prove it out. So I want to say, like, I was kind of excited, didn't tell him what God said to me about the house, because here we're trying to get a job, you know. Anyways, you know, the interview went well, and we're still waiting. You know, he went to some of the other interviews and all of a sudden, the first interview calls back. And actually, I don't know why, but out of 12 interviews, it was the only job that offered him a job, the gift from heaven. So then I got real excited because in about three months, I'm going to look for a house. <laughs> Even though he's only at this job for three months and most jobs make you be there or most banks want you to be there for 18 months or so. Anyways, long story short, we looked and I, sh I looked a little ahead of God. I did. I'll be honest. I got excited. I looked a little ahead of God, so I looked at, I toiled. I shouldn't have toiled. I looked for about 25 houses. I wasted some realtor's time. <laughs> I looked at like 25 houses, but what happened? April 1st, our realtor sends me this house. I think this is just what you're looking for. And I wasn't even looking at the date. I, I was just already consumed with excitement for looking for a house. And it was exactly what we were looking for. April 1st, we walked in that house. I walked in the house. He doesn't walk in the house. He follows. Anyways, I walk in the house. He gets too, ner too nervous. He wants to ride on my coattails. Um, I be he believes me. He trusts me without a doubt. So anyways, I walk into the house. And it's April 1st. And I say, Clayton, this is it. And he's like, put an offer in. I mean, literally, he hasn't walked in the house, and I wasn't even thinking of the fact that it's April 1st, and I'm like, this is it. Let's put in an offer. Within the hour, they accepted the offer. Within the hour, and then look at, I look at the date, it's April 1st. Now, yeah, pretty awesome, and God, it was a miracle because, like, the job had just happened, and, you know, so God worked out a lot of stuff, but... My point, had I just taken that word and been like, oh, praise the Lord, stuffed it in the closet and just waited for it to happen, it would have never happened. God can give you words. God can give you his blueprint that his plans are good for you. But if you don't follow that blueprint or you don't learn to co-work together with God and, and, and speak and declare, well, I began from that day three months Thanking the Lord that on April 1st, I was receiving a house. Amen? So if we don't co-work together with God, then we'll never see the manifestation of what his plan is for us. Now, it's no big thing for him to produce it, but he just created things the way he created things for us to work together with him. It would be great to, you know, my son Ashton, he works at Pick and Save. It would be great for him to show up and one person does all the jobs and all you have to do is stand there. 
But that's just not the way business works. You show up, you do a job, and together they produce the business. Well, guess what? We're in the business of working together with God, accomplishing his will on earth as it is in heaven. Hallelujah. We just must simply believe, decree it, and then if he tells us to set our hand to something, go ahead and move forward. Set our hand to something. And then it's him who works out those details. It wasn't for me to worry about, well, the banks always say 18 months and blah, blah, blah. That wasn't my never mind. I like saying that. What's that from, Parent Trap? Parent Trap. If you know what I'm talking about, then have fun with it. It's none of my never mind. Holy Spirit said it, so I'm just going to go ahead and believe it. And I'm going to partner with it. I'm going to start decreeing that. I'm going to start declaring that. I'm going to start rejoicing about it because his will is going to get accomplished in my life. I'm going to start seeing these manifestations take place because I'm co-working together with God. And guess what? He is never lazy. He always does God's will. He always fulfills God's will. Do you think that God was speaking and he's like, let the, you know, let the, let the skies be filled with stars and, and let the earth just have water and fish glow in there. And he's like, mm, I think I'll do that tomorrow. No, the Holy Spirit is not a procrastinator. When we start working together with him, cooperating, releasing and decreeing and declaring, he's like, yes, I get to go to work today. I'm going to accomplish God's will today. Amen? We have the greatest co-worker ever. And he gets the job done. Now, like Jay was saying, and I already had this in my notes, I love that God orchestrates things. Because I was whispering to Clayton, I was like, that's my message, and that's in my message, and that's in my message. Because I had my message before he spoke. funny. Let me know. Let me know. Um, <laughs> that's not what he meant, but okay. I got my message first. I went into the secret place. I got the download, and then they got the blueprint of what to do. Okay. <clears throat> so like he was saying, does us decreeing and declaring what we're hearing the Father say make us a prophet? No. But all of us can prophesy. All of us can work together with God and decree and declare and see God's will produced on earth as it is in heaven. We can see miracles take place in people's bodies. We can see houses. We can see abundance show up in our bank accounts. Why? Because when we co-work together with God by both believing releasing and decreeing, or doing like he says, give and it shall be given unto you. Doing what God shows you to do, whether it's by the word or by the spirit, you join forces with God and the Holy Spirit is always hovering. He's waiting. He's waiting for somebody to partner with God so he can watch over God's word and perform it. Amen. Genesis 1, 2, and 3, I already talked about it. Now the earth was formless and empty, but then God started having a vision. Amen. Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering. What was he doing hovering? I mean, he wasn't accomplishing anything by hovering. He's just waiting. He is waiting for the word so that he could watch over it. 
Amen? And then he says, and God said, let there be light. And guess what? There was light. Why? Because the Holy Spirit took God's word and he produced it. So what happens if we're created in God's image and in God's likeness? What happens when God speaks a word or gives you a dream? What did I do the other night? I just spoke. I declared. I decreed. I released the dream that God gave me. I'm saying it over here because I saw it. Like I was over here in the dream and then the shore was over there and the ocean was over there. Like I, I can see it. So I could keep that all into myself and I'd be like, but actually that would be like totally pointless. I'd be stuffing it in a closet and not co-work together with God. But instead I, I released it into the atmosphere and I allowed the Holy Spirit to start producing it by decreeing it, by declaring what God was about to do. Why? Because he showed it to me. So I was going to release it. So the Holy Spirit takes the word of God that's spoken, and he's hovering, waiting for it to be spoken and released, and he goes and accomplishes it. He's able to perform it. All things are possible with God. So whenever God shows you something, don't start doubting and wondering how, when, where, how is this actually going to work? I mean, that's absolutely impossible. How am I going to get that job? I'm not qualified for that. If God said it, then start decreeing it, and go ahead and set your hand to it if he tells you to. And just watch God work it out. Just watch God work it out. Hallelujah. That's for somebody, actually. Um, so we're created in the image of God to work the same way God worked with the Holy Spirit. What was he doing? He was demonstrating this is how you co-work together with the Holy Spirit. This is how you produce my will on earth as it is in heaven. Jeremiah 1.12, he says it. That's right. It means I am watching and I will certainly carry out all my plans. So you have a voice, a voice that speaks the word of God, that prophetically speaks. And you get to watch God perform miracles in your life, miracles in people's bodies, miracles in people's lives. Now, the opposite can be true. The opposite can be true. You can partner with the devil. And that's what he loves to do. He loves to bombard us when God speaks the word. And just to warn you, he comes to steal the word. He, what does it say? He says he immediately comes to steal the word. Why? He does not want you partnering, co-working together with God. So he comes to plant a seed of doubt. He comes to tell you, well, that's impossible. How could you possibly get a house by April 1st? He just got the job. But no. If anything's contrary to the knowledge of what God just downloaded to you, if anything's contrary to the word that God just spoke to you, or the word that you just read in the word of God, if it's contrary, you cast it down. Why? Because the minute you join forces with the devil and believe and receive the negative things that he just spoke, you're co-working together with the wrong person. We're co-workers together with God. Isaiah 55, 11 says, So is my word that goes forth out of my mouth. It will not return unto me empty, but it will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. It gives us a whole new, like, ah, uh, whole new light on working together with God. If you want to see God's will accomplished, 
he says his word goes out. Well, that's like a prophetic word. Or that's like a dream. Or that's like a vision. Okay? His word goes out. And he says, it will not return unto me void. But there's, there's something that we need to do here. We need to work with the Holy Spirit and God the way the Father did. We need to hear, like Jesus did, what the Father's saying via the Holy Spirit. Partner with him, decree it, release it, or set our hand to whatever he's showing us. And then his word will not return void. It will be accomplished to where he sent it. Hallelujah. Can I share your little testimony, that funny little testimony from Sunday? The word that you got and then the, I'm talking to Paul. Is that fine? Um, so God gave him a funny word. They're both looking. Clayton gave me permission, so I'm going to share your story. Okay. Um, so God gave Paul this really cool word. Um, what was it again? Qualified. I just heard the word qualified. So God spoke over him, qualified. You're qualified to do what I've called you to do. You're qualified. I just kept hearing qualified. And, and God kind of elaborated on that. I'm like, God knows what he needs to hear. So he's qualified, okay? So he goes home. It's his birthday. I, did, I forgot about that. And so God's given him a word on his birthday. How cool. So don't let me know what your birthday is, but you may give a word. Anyways, so he's very special. He got a word on his birthday. So he goes home and has a lunch with his family. His mother was not here in that service. She did not hear the word that God gave him. He goes home. She gives him a gift, and it's a plaque. And the plaque says, I'm overqualified. She was led by the Spirit of God, I believe, to confirm the word that God was just giving him that very day. So now your job, your job is to co-work together with God to take that word, not believe anything that's contrary to the knowledge of what God spoke to you about two times, for out of the mouths of two or three witnesses let everything be established. Your job is to co-work together with God and every morning wake up and say, thank you, Lord, I'm qualified. No, no, thank you, Lord, I'm overqualified to do what you've called me to do, to be who you've called me to be. Why? God's, God's negating some other voices. So that you co-work together with the right person. Amen. And so we need to work together with God to accomplish his will. And make sure we're casting down the thoughts and imaginations that are contrary to God's plan. Hallelujah. It's our job to partner with God. I once um, um, got to have a conversation with a prophet, a, a known prophet. And... You know, we all want to know, how do we have the fulfillment of these prophecies? Don't we all want to know that? Well, God's delivering it this weekend. But this was just like a, you know, you get these words and it's like you want it to happen. How? And you know what was given to me is exactly what I'm teaching today. He said, you believe it. You receive it. You thank him for it every day until you see the manifestation. Now, did he say, you do this, and you do that, and you do this, and you make sure that, no, what he said, you just believe it, you decree it, and then you watch God perform it. You wait until you see the manifestation. Stay in faith. 
and believe that thing, decree that thing until you see the manifestation. Why? Because God's word won't return void. You're going to get to see that answer. You're going to get to see that fulfillment of that promise. Amen? James 1.5 to just another, just another um, reiteration not to partner with the wrong person. Um, I'm going to start with verse 6. When you ask the Lord, stay in faith. Or when you receive a word from the Lord, I could say, stay in faith. But don't waver like a person with divided loyalty, um, as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. So when you receive a word from God, when you receive a vision, when you receive a download, when you receive an impartation and God speaks to your heart, don't teeter-totter with it. Just receive it absolute. This is most definitely what God's going to do in my life. And start speaking, start declaring, start decreeing. And don't alter from that. Don't get into worry or fear on how it's going to happen because that we saw Abraham do. We don't want to postpone. God's will is still his will, but we don't want to postpone it. We want to partner with it so it's accomplished. Amen? We need to realize it's not our might or power that's going to accomplish it. It's just us co-working together with God and then the Holy Spirit by his power and by his might. Like Zechariah 4, 6 says, it's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by the Spirit. It's by him producing and doing the work that we see the manifestation happen of those promises, of those words, of those prophecies given. Amen. Say, I am the body of Christ. I'm the hands and feet of Jesus. I'm the mouthpiece. Hallelujah. So, so we're as the body of Christ. We're to, to be speaking. We're to be doing with our hands, with our feet, whatever it is. We see or hear the Father doing. We're to accomplish it. We're to release it and partner with God. And then the Holy Spirit manifests it by his power. By his might. Hallelujah. In 1 Peter 4.11, he says, If anyone speaks, they should do it as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do it with the strength God provides, so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus. Remember, it's to him be the glory. To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. In other words, it's his power that's going to accomplish it. Therefore, he gets the glory. If Abraham's plan would have worked out for him, Abraham would have got some glory. But no, it was something that God took that was impossible with man. It was possible with God. And they partnered together with God. I don't want to get into detail, but they had to do some things to partner with God. They had to believe it. They had to speak it. And they had to act. So if God gives you a word and actually he gives you instructions with that word, don't just wait and wait and wait. If he gives you instruction, go ahead, set your hand to it so there's something that he has to watch over and perform. Amen? Hallelujah. I'm just going to pass over a few things here. Jesus was here as our example. Jesus was showing us how we can partner with God, how we can partner with the Holy Spirit. 
And we're, what, the way you're not going to do that is by speaking negatively. The word of God says in Proverbs 18.21, the tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences of it. Like I said, partner with God. Don't partner with the devil. Speak life. Speak in harmony with what God's will is, what he is saying by his spirit. So that you produce by the spirit of God life and life more abundantly in and through you. Because you have a voice. You have a prophetic voice. And it's backed up with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Romans, you can hear the voice of God. You can. You're children of God. He says, I'm your shepherd, you're my sheep. I'm your shepherd, you're my sheep. You hear my voice, and the voice of a stranger you will not follow. So if you have already right there, if you're having worry or doubt or unbelief that you can hear the voice of God, what you need to start doing to co-work together with God first is say, he's my shepherd, I'm his sheep. I hear his voice, and the voice of a stranger I do not follow until you start actually believing that's true. God says his word is true. We can trust him. So if he says he's our shepherd and we're his sheep and we can hear him, just know that when you spend time with him and you draw close to him, you are able to hear him. You just got to be still. You just got to quiet yourself. Spend time waiting upon him and let him speak to you. Romans 8, 14 says, those who are led by the spirit of God, they are the children of God. In other words, if you're a child of God, who here has received Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior? That means... You're led, because you're a child of God, you're led by the Spirit of God. That means he can speak to you. And he speaks in many ways. He speaks through dreams and visions and revelations. He speaks through his written word, his spoken word. When he does this, we are learning today that we want to see that happen in our lives. So we're going to partner with God. We're going to co-labor, collaborate, and release and speak his word in line with what he's saying. In John 16, I shared this with you already. Howbeit when he, the spirit, the Holy Spirit of truth is come, which is now, he will guide you. He will. He will guide you. He shall not speak of himself, but whatever he shall hear, that shall he speak. He will show you things to come. He shall glorify me, and he will receive whatever is of me, and he will show it to you. So the Holy Spirit speaks what the Father saying. And then it's our job to release it. And then he goes ahead and produces it. So God says in Revelations 3.22, he who has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit's saying. In Revelations 3.20, he says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone, so that, that eliminates nobody. If anyone will, open the door of fellowship. I'll come in. I'll share a meal together as friends. And what do you do when you share a meal together as friends? Well, we share a lot of stories. We get to know each other. We hear what's on somebody's heart. We hear what someone likes and doesn't like, right? So that's what God's inviting us to do. He's like, I'm always at the door of your heart. If anyone will come and fellowship with me, I'll share a meal together as friends, and I'm going to share what's on my heart. And when he shares with you what's on his heart, you have a job to do, to co-work with what he has shared with you. You know, I got to spend some time with the Lord 
not too long ago, because I think I shared this to the congregation. And the Lord, uh, I was spending time with him, and God just opened my eyes to see the reality of that specific scripture. And, and I was spending time, I always just envision myself at the throne room of God, because his word says, enter into my presence with thanksgiving, my courts with praise. Come into my throne room boldly. So I always see at my, myself at the, at the throne of God, just kneeling and worshiping. And I'm literally, that's, when I, when I go to spend time with God, I just see myself right at his feet worshiping God, but this particular day, it's like God took it over my, my, my by faith vision that I was having. God took it over and suddenly I saw two angels come and pick me up by the hands and put a white garment on me, a gold belt and a golden crown. And I was like watching this take place and I said, what am I getting ready for? And they said, you're about to have a meal with the king. Do you know that the word of God is so literal? I went to spend time with him, and what, what did I do? I acted on Revelations 3.20. And they sat me at a long wooden table across the seat from Jesus. What did I do? I shared a meal together with the king of kings. We had steak. I'm serious. We had corn on the cob. We had cornbread. And then we had strawberry shortcake. You might think I'm crazy. I saw this, but what happened when we were sharing this meal together? I wasn't really, I was kind of laughing within the vision because this was so vivid, but yet, I won't even just expound, but anyways, I was laughing because of how real and how aware I was of the kingdom of heaven, and but I wasn't paying, too, even though I knew what we were eating, I didn't pay too much attention to that. What I was paying attention to was our conversation. He asked me, do you have any questions for me? And I went and asked him about 12 questions. And he gave me the answer to every single one of those questions. Now, I could leave those things in my journal, hide them away, and never see the fulfillment of them. Or I can take what he's sharing with me in the secret place and partner together with God and read over those things every day and declare and decree and set my hand to whatever it was that he was saying and watch the Holy Spirit manifest it. And you know that the number of those things have been fulfilled, not because I, I did anything except that I partnered together with what God said to me. I released it and the Holy Spirit began to work. Hallelujah. So, I'm standing at the door and knocking. If any man will come, you're a child of God. You can be led by the Spirit of God. If anyone will come, he'll come and fellowship with you and share a meal together. It's so literal. As friends, conversate. Hallelujah. We're in the days of revelation. You know that that doesn't just mean it's end times. That means it's the days where he's revealing himself to a whole nother level. I never thought I'd have a meal with Jesus. I'm serious. I never dreamed of that. But this is the day of revelation where God's revealing himself by his spirit, where we can co-work together with God to a whole new way than we ever dreamed imaginable. Shouldn't we be more aware if we're already seated together with Christ in heavenly places? Shouldn't we be way more aware? But yet, we're so aware of the stuff here on earth. When he says, don't focus on the earth. Focus on things above. 
not on the things of this earth. I could preach a whole message on that because I love it. But God wants to co-work with us. God is revealing plans. He's imparting words. And now we know. How can we have the manifestation? How can we see the fulfillment of these things in our lives? Please, somebody, what's the answer? Co-work. Declare. Decree. Set your hand to it. Why? Because he will watch over that and perform it. Amen? Now listen, right before the service, right as she was singing, I saw this host come down like this. And they were just hovering right above her. I mean, a massive amount where I couldn't even see how many there was. And it's interesting because there's scripture that God had me put in here. Because not only does the Holy Spirit watch over something to perform, the host of heaven waits for us to decree the word of God, and they go do a work. You know that they are on assignment, but I heard one minister say that nobody is giving them a job to do. They're waiting around constantly to be ministers of the heirs of the kingdom of heaven. They're, be, they're ready to minister to and for us. But if we're not releasing the word of God, because that's the only thing they go and do, then they have nothing to do. But I have to see this host of heaven, they're sitting here waiting for us to declare and decree some things. And Psalms 103 verse 20 says, Bless the Lord, ye angels, that excel in his strength. They do his commands hearkening to the voice or the word of the Lord. So they're, what are they doing? They're just doing what the Holy Spirit does. They're hovering. Ha! They're literally hovering. They're hovering as the Holy Spirit hovered. And they're waiting for us to declare, co-work, and decree. Who wants to see some miracles in your life? Who wants to see some manifestations of, of, of answers to prayer and promises of God? Who wants to see the fulfillment of these prophecies that have been spoken over our lives? Well, then we're going to have to co-labor. We're going to have to co-work together with God. We're going to have to cultivate it like Pastor Cindy was saying. When I took that word yesterday... A number of words. I wrote down all these words that were given. I said, I received that. I received that. I received that. What did I do last night? I got on my knees. I got on my face. And I co-worked together with God. What was I doing? I was releasing the Holy Spirit to manifest it. I was releasing those angels to go forth and, and hearken to the voice of God. To go forth and accomplish his will on earth as it is in heaven. They're waiting for you. They're just waiting for assignments. How can we have angels working together for us, to minister to us and for us, the heirs of salvation? How can they work with us? They're co-laborers as well. And they hear God's word. And when they hear that word release in faith, they go, make it happen. They bring in those answers. Yes. Hallelujah. Now, is it our job to know where they went and how they did it? No, sometimes God will let us know, but... They just go do it. Hallelujah. So partner together with God. I hope that your faith is built up to work together with God. Amen. Do either of you have anything? Yes.
This message has been stirring me to no end. If it hasn't stirred you to believe and expect God for bigger, I suggest you go back and do the service over again. We're in the process of after five years of uh, realistically looking at getting a building for our church, a ministry headquarters. The world system does not play well with uh, churches that have just started. But we're not of the world system. We're kingdom of God system. And so um, a building has presented itself to us. We still haven't gotten all the details, although we've gotten the blueprint. We've gotten the word by spending time with the Lord. Uh, it's a little over a million dollar building. Now that doesn't sound like a lot, but it when you... <laughs> when you've been leasing for next to nothing, all of a sudden that becomes a lot bigger chunk. But guess who's not nervous about that? The one you co-labor with. I don't want to be the partner that's a silent partner. That means as a co-laborer, a co-worker, a co-operative with the Holy Spirit, he's not expecting me to be silent. He's expecting me to speak and declare and be open and praise and what you were saying about the hosts they're just hovering over our worship that's where we get lost we get we get to that point we 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 we, we sense his presence we know the angels are with us yeah but why hebrews talks about them being ministering spirits we send them forth so in the process of worship uh, these services we get the download we get the uh, uh, the instruction from heaven and then what do we do we don't just keep using these moments that we gather together as our relationship with God only just by sitting in a pew isn't going to make the prophecy come to pass you come in gather together and then we send out we go out we act out amen and so I'm going to say it boldly. I'm going to release it. And I got a new revelation about releasing. It's not just releasing words that your words only are doing something. Your words are instruction that send out the ones that can do something to make it happen. We will have that building. And I'm not going to lease it. I will own it. Hallelujah. So hosts go <laughs> and retrieve that in Jesus' name. Work it out for their good. Because they love you and are called according to your purpose. Hallelujah. Whoa, God's presence is here. In just a moment, we're going to go ahead and activate. We're going to go ahead and release. The word of God says, 